Hey there, friends. Welcome into the Render Podcast. I am so excited to have you here. And this week, I have a special treat for you. There has been a lot of terms in the events industry and business world and some in the rental world. And I've heard from so many different people, from our students to our listeners to just frienders within our industry who are asking, oh, what does that mean? They hear an acronym or they hear a different word that, you know, the normal uh, public doesn't know. And they say, what does that mean? Or maybe you are one of those persons that hears something that maybe one of your clients says or you hear from another vendor and you're totally lost and you start fast and furious that Google search to figure out what does that mean? And you try to do it inconspicuously so that people don't actually know that you don't know what that means. And so this episode is going to be all about the different terms, the different acronyms, the things that you might need to know being in the events industry for you. And so I'm excited to go into many, many different words and terms that I have heard in the last 10 years that I've been in this crazy event world. And I'm excited to share those with those of you that are listening. And by no means is this episode something that is 100% all-encompassing. I may miss a few. And if I do, I apologize. Please send us a DM and we will help clarify something from for you. But um, nevertheless, let's get into today's episode all about buzzwords for your business. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, friends and listeners, here we go. We are going to do a little bit of a fast and furious different words that you may hear in the industry of events, in business, in rentals, and all of the things. So we're going to get into it. I have separated it by a few different areas. So we're going to talk sales and marketing first. And then we're going to talk um, a little bit about certifications and associations. And you may here's some rental terms within all of these. And so um, for those of you who own rental companies similar to myself, um, you may hear some of those in here, but we're going to kind of separate it between sales and marketing and business words, and then some certifications that you could get in this industry, and then some of the associations you may want to be networking in. So here we go. We're going to go line by line what each of these are. And again, if you um, feel lost on something, or if we didn't cover something in this episode, please send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you and help clarify anything that might be a little sticky for you still. So let's start it off with the very first one, which is CRM. That stands for Customer Relationship Management. And that typically is in reference to a software. And so there's many different CRM softwares out there. In fact, maybe some of your softwares that you utilize for your business and the things that you actually do might have some CRM capabilities within them. 
some popular ones in the events industry are HoneyBook or Dubsado or 17 Hats, many different options there. But you also might be able to build in CRM tendencies and um, things that those softwares do into some of the softwares that you already have, like Asana or Good Shuffle Pro or um, Slack or other things that you have. So um, it doesn't have to be a specific software. You can still have customer relationship management, CRM, functionalities within other softwares. The next one is going to be DMC. That stands for Destination Management Company. If you do events in the corporate world, this is a very common term. This stands for a company or a person who works for a company that is the planner, organization, um, designer, coordinator for a corporate event. And so think of large brands from all over the world and all over your country that may be doing an event in your city. They are going to hire what's called a DMC, a destination management company, that is knowledgeable about their city and how to bring an event to life. And so here in the DFW Metroplex, there's a few different DMC companies that we work with. And then there's a few different destination management uh, people that have started small companies as well. So that's a big one. The next one is DMO. This is Destination Marketing Organization. And so large companies think like Nike or Mary Kay or LinkedIn or companies like that, they are going to hire on this marketing organization that is going to help bring their event to life through the marketing strategies that they're doing. This is more popular with companies that have maybe a conference that's open to the public where you can get tickets for or something along those lines. The next one is an EMS. This is an event management software. You're going to hear this term, especially if you are a planner for events or if you are on a site visit and you're a vendor and you are on a site visit for um, one of your clients in the um, DMC or the venue might be talking about their EMS. That's their event management software. It's how they put everything together for their own events. Another one is going to be RFP. This is another big corporate event term. That's called a request for proposal. And so you might get an email from someone that says, hey, I need an RFP for this event. Here's all the details and this is what I need. An RFP is a request for proposal. So they are asking you for a quote with your company. The next one is going to be ROI. This is a business term and it's called return on investment. What are you putting into your company or into your event and what are you getting out of it? What is the ROI, return on investment? Am I going to put $500 into this product and what can I expect my return on investment to be? Hopefully it's going to be three times, 10 times, 100 times what you are putting in as an investment in this piece. There's also a term called ROE, which is return on event. This is really good for public events or maybe some certain campaigns that someone's trying to run and they want to have a return on event. And so they want to put this event together and then what is the impact that that event is making on that city or town or country? That's ROE. The next one is a marketing term. It's CTA, call to action. And this means what are you trying to bring attention to 
and create movement on. And so a CTA is really important in the marketing term world because when you put a piece of content out there, whether it is a blog post, a social media post, podcast episode like this, you want to have a call to action. What do you now want your consumer to do? Whether it's a listener to this podcast like yourself or whether it is someone who's engaging on your Instagram account or maybe they're simply coming to your website. What do you want the CTA, the call to action to be? And so, for example, with this podcast, our call to action here is that we want you to review this podcast, tell others how great it is. We want you to share it with others. And we want to build a relationship with you by you reaching out to us. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this listening to the podcast, but we have no idea who listens to this unless they tell us they listen to it. All we see is the amount, the number of people listening to this episode, which is so fun for us to see, but we are super intentional on connection in wanting to build a community with you. And so one of our biggest call to actions is for you to reach out to us and to build a connection with us. Share this episode on your Instagram story and tag us. So there you go. There's your call to action for today uh, is reach out to us, share this on your Instagram story or share this with a friend. So that's what a call to action is. If you're talking about your website, a good call to action is going to be either creating a wish list on your website filling out a contact form on your website. Maybe it means um, calling you or emailing you. You want to provide a very clear next step for your consumer. Maybe you're on an Instagram post and your CTA might be commenting on a thread. Maybe you are calling people to share that post. Or maybe you're calling people to DM you a secret word because they saw that post. So, so many different options for that, but it's mainly in the marketing world. And the next one is SOP. We talk about this a lot when we talk about business on this podcast, but it's a standard operating procedure. It's the step-by-step way you do what you do. And so we have SOPs for so many things in our business. We have SOPs for our sales process. We have SOPs for our email templates, SOPs for operations, our marketing, our floral, the way that we deliver something, our communication style. We have an SOP for this podcast. We have so many different SOPs and it's really important because it equips your team, especially when you hire on someone new, how to do what you do. So SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Another one that's big in the hotel world is F&B. This is food and beverage. And so they might say something like, um, you know, when you book your event here, you have to hit an F&B minimum. So that's a food and beverage minimum. Um, Or they might say, here's the F&B for the night. That's food and beverage for the night. So super simple. And the next one is a corporate term. This is for corporate events, general session. This is typically your main keynote speaker or big announcements that need to come from the stage at a corporate event. Um, that is going to be in your general session. It's the biggest um, audience level for your corporate event. And then paired with that is keynote. Keynote is the main speaker of your corporate event. And so this is important when it comes to rentals or floral or AV or anything like that, because you want to know who is your keynote and where is your general session and what are the needs that you have from us? Are you wanting backdrops? Are you wanting um, maybe your keynote speaker wants to have a pedestal or a a, um, podium to speak from, or perhaps they don't want that because they like to walk around on stage, 
but they do prefer to have maybe a stool or a sofa to sit on or something like that. And so knowing these terms are important because people are going to say, hey, our keynote is requesting XYZ. Um, Paired with the keynote is what is called a rider. This is the expectations of the speaker for the corporate event. And so this means exactly what we were just talking about. The keynote speaker prefers to walk around on the stage, but they might want to have a stool to lean on every once in a while, or they prefer to have a podium on the main stage. So that's what a rider is. It's, it's talking about the expectations that your keynote speaker is asking for. Another thing with corporate events is breakout sessions. These are going to be smaller sessions at a corporate event, and they're going to be a little bit more focused on some tangible, tactical things um, if they're teaching something. Another one is trade show. This can be either a big trade show or small event um, to set up um, essentially just a marketing booth to promote a business or a product. And you as a company in the events world can participate in these to either uh, market your own business or product or provide products or services for other people to set up a booth as well. We've done both. We've done bridal shows and corporate shows as a trade show booth uh, person. But we've also provided product to help other people's trade show booths look really great as well. So you can participate as a business or you can provide your products and services to other people who are doing a trade show. Kind of a mix between the two. Another one that really this term came out a little bit more in 2020 was hybrid event. This means that you have some virtual aspects and some in-person aspects of an event. Um, This is a little less common this year as it was last year, but in 2021, this was a big term to try to understand what are you doing? Are you doing a hybrid event, all virtual? Are you being in person? So that's what hybrid event means. And the next one is a marketing term. This is open rate. How many times or accounts have opened up a marketing thing? Typically, when you look at open rate, that's going to be with your email open rate. But there's a few other options for open rate when it comes to marketing, such as um, maybe a story. What is your open rate on your stories that go on social media? The next one is COI. This is Certificate of Insurance. This is communicating to your customer what your business liability insurance covers. A lot of corporate companies or hotels or independent venues are going to want to ask to see a copy of your COI to make sure that your company is going to be liable for anything that you guys do that might damage their venue or um, potentially hurt someone who's at the event due to liability. The next one is BEO. This is Banquet Event Order. It's the itemized items for a catering order or event details at a hotel all-in. So you as a company might have um, something similar to a BEO in an order form that shows where you're going, what time you're going to be there, what time you're picking up, what items you're bringing, what services are included. And so this is similar for a hotel. It's called a BEO. And it's going to have all the expectations that the hotel is uh, responsible for. And so this can be important for you as a vendor as well so that you know what they're responsible for and what you're responsible for when it comes to an event. Another one that is very rental specific is we have students and listeners who are from all over the world. Y'all, there are 17 different countries. 
of students that have taken Rental Biz Academy, which is our signature online course, that have come from 17 different countries. Man, that is mind-boggling to me. And what I've learned since we launched that course, I was, I'm going to be honest with you, a little naive thinking that the max I was going to sell was like maybe 50 to 75 courses. I just wanted to make an impact in people's lives and give them the tools to help them uh, scale their rental company and understand what it's like to have a rental company. And y'all blew me out of the water. Like way too much. (laughs) We have over 600 students worldwide, which again, boggles my mind. But what I've learned is that some of y'all don't call rentals rentals. Some of you call them hire, that you're hiring these pieces for rent instead of calling them just rental items. And so this is a term that is very through and through to what my company does um, and probably yours as well is rentals versus hire. Around the world, rentals are prevalent and they can be called many things such as hiring your inventory as well instead of just renting your inventory. So all of my international listeners, I see you, I hear you, and I am super excited to be putting some of that language into this new um, relaunch of Rental Biz Academy next year. So know that I've, I've got you. I see you and I hear you. And um, I'm going to be pulling some of that term analogy into this next refill. Okay, moving on to the next one, which is net payment. This is when a business is working with you and they have their own terms for their company for payments. Net means after. So when they talk about needing a net 30 or a net 15, that means they need to pay you 30 or 15 days after their invoice date, which is typically your event date, and then they will pay you. This is not my favorite way to be paid. I'm going to be honest with you. And we don't advertise that we accept net payments um, for anyone and everyone. You have to be qualified in our company to be able to accept um, net payments from them. Um, It's not something that typically can be negotiated. It's just a term of this is what it's like to work with our company. And you have to decide as a business, is that what you want or is it not? Okay, moving on to deposit. This is what you will require to book your business. In the event rental world, um, it is typically 50%. So that's what a deposit is. Balance is uh, similar. It is the remaining amount owed to your company. So sometimes this is that remaining 50%. Sometimes orders fluctuate a little bit, so you might be getting a little more, a little less, depending on your terms. All right, something that's a little bit more uh, rental-worthy or hire-worthy is this age-old debate, is it a sofa or is it a couch? You guys can vote as much as you want, but it doesn't really matter. They are the same thing. This is usually based on whatever culture you're around and what they call it. I am a little bit unique in that I've lived in five different areas and regions of the United States. And so I've lived in the Midwest, I've lived in the South, I've lived in the Southwest, the Northwest, and the Northeast. The only place I haven't been to yet is the North or the Southeast, but I've been in every other region since then. And every single region called it something different. In the Midwest, we call it a couch. But up in the Northeast, they call it a sofa. And so there's so many different terms. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. 
but it is a debate that goes on quite a bit in the event rental and hire world is, is it a sofa or is it a couch? It can be either. It's up to you. I'm going to give you that grace (laughs) to not care if it's a sofa or a couch. Okay, the next one I mentioned a little earlier was AV. AV is audio and visual. This is usually with a DJ or entertainment companies or lighting companies, but it's the audio needed and the visuals needed for an event. So think microphones, lighting, TVs, monitors, anything and everything that revolves around that world is AV. And so your corporate company or wedding even might be saying, you know, we've got some AV needs. Who would you recommend? This literally means audio, visual, anything that has to do with mics, lighting, TV monitors, things like that. Okay, next one is air walls. In hotels mostly and some independent venues, they have the ability to split up a large room by air walls that they fold into a small space, likely into a wall. And then they can separate larger rooms into smaller rooms. The kind of accordion will um, get into a wall. And then sometimes you kind of have a little bit of space around that to store all of the air walls. But then they accordion style come back out and separate a room. So that's what an air wall is. Okay, B2B, this is business to business order. And so this is like my business working with another business That would be a B2B uh, customer relationship. And then there's a B2C, which is business to consumer, which means a company like ours um, working with an individual. So B2B and B2C. Another one. Okay. So this one uh, was a little funny to me. Um, Someone on my team, we were kind of in the training area of hiring her and we were talking about floral and our company does floral for events and we were talking about floral recipes. And if you're a florist, you know what I'm talking about, but you might be just as intrigued as she was. When we talk about floral recipes, this is all the items that are needed to put together a floral arrangement. It can be the stems needed, maybe the mechanics, the supplies, anything that's needed to create a floral arrangement is called a floral recipe. And so someone like myself who just thinks that's a normal term, it's funny to know that um, some people just, they haven't grown up in this world. And so this is exactly why we have this episode is to teach you some of the terminology around these words. And the next one moving on to is back of house. This is the back hallways and areas where typically you can store items for your company while the event takes place. Um, This is really common in independent venues and hotels, and it's really just those back hallways that you navigate through towards um, when you're going on like the um, industrial elevators, trying to get up and down from the uh, loading docks and such. So that's the back of house. Okay, moving on, we're going to talk about certifications and associations. So certifications can be really important in the events industry, especially as you start working with corporate events. So the first one is a CMP. This is a certified meeting professional. You also have CSEP, which is certified special events professional. And then CPCE, which is certified professional of catering and events. There's a lot of different certifications. These were just the three that is a little bit more relevant to um, vendors in the events industry. 
There's other ones for wedding planners and corporate planners and uh, venues and catering companies and all that. But this was the most similar to our audience on this podcast. Typically, there's a lot of studying that has to happen for these certifications. And then you have to take a test at the end to understand what you now know. And then you get a fancy uh, certification letters at the end of your name. And so when you go to associations and they read off your name, they would say your name and then CPCE or CSEP or CMP. And it's not totally uncommon for people in the DFW industry that I know to have two or even three of these certifications after their name. It really just kind of solidifies you as the expert. Um, The other thing that we'll talk about is associations. This is networking associations. And down below in our show notes, we are going to link our networking relationships episode uh, below. It was with Nate Nelson, a good friend of mine. And we talked all about what does it look like to network and how should you be networking for your company. Um, But you have to network at these things called associations. And so someone um, has uh, been so great to kind of share with me how they got into associations and what they got out of it, which was showing up first and leaving one of the last ones to leave and making sure you get involved in associations. That's really what makes your membership worth it. And so a few that I want you to know of that are national and international associations is the first one is NACE. This is National Association of Catering and Events. I've been a member of this for, I think, five years now, and it's been an incredible association for me to be a part of. I also served on the board and committees for a long time for NACE. Another one is MPI. This is Meeting Professionals International. This is an international one and is really focused on corporate event connections. Another one is ILEA, which is International Live Events Association. Again, international And this focuses also on corporate and social event gatherings as well. And then the last one I'm going to tell you about is WIPA, which is Weddings International Professionals Association. This is the higher end luxury wedding markets, and it's only in the U.S. right now. So that is my long list of buzzwords for the events industry and maybe for your business. And I hope you learned one today that maybe you haven't heard of before, or maybe you've heard of, but you really didn't know what it meant. And so this was a lot of fun for me to look at what are all the terms that I know of that I can share a little more information about. And so this is what I came up with. So I hope that this has been helpful for you, this episode, and that you have learned a little bit from it. And I can't wait to see you on next week's episode on the Render Podcast. My CTA, as you've learned today, call to action for you is go review this podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts, scroll down a little bit and there's a little button that says write a review. We would love to know what you are learning and what you want to hear more of on this podcast. And then again, our intention with this podcast is to build a community of rental professionals. We'll link in the show notes a group that we have for free on Facebook called Rental Pro Community. We want you a part of that community and we want you to be in sync with other people who have rental companies. And that is our whole mission and whole goal is to build a community with you 
And so we want you to join that and we want to know who you are. So send us a DM or screenshot this episode and put it on your stories. So there was a few different call to actions for you based on this uh, episode, but I hope you have an incredible day and we will see you next week on the Render Podcast. Thanks and bye for now.